what is good beautiful people here we are again back at it again <sighs> episode eight i am two episodes away from hitting 10 i'm kind of really proud about that so we're gonna go straight into it listen today's topic we're talking about cheating so you know a couple of days ago i decided to hold a little poll on my instagram uh my cells jp instagram and i was asking people you know like hey who cheats worse, men or women? Um, you know, have you ever been cheated on? Have you ever cheated? Is cheating justified? Why? Uh, I even asked, like, who's more evil in cheating out of men and women? And it really created a lot of great conversation, a lot of dialogue. Like, a lot of people hit me up in my DMs and was having some really good conversations. And the people was like, yo, bring it up in the podcast. So I said, listen, if that's what the people want, I'm going to honor what the people are asking for. So you guys ask for a podcast on cheating? Here it goes. So, uh, you know, I decided first we got to lay the ground rules. I always try to do that every time I start talking about something, making sure that our terminology and our understandings are all in the same. So we all speak in the same vernacular, using the same connotations, et cetera, et cetera. So cheating, we're agreeing, is that cheating is doing something that you and your partner have not mutually decided is okay meaning you're doing things that you wouldn't want the other person to do. So, for example, if you guys are in a relationship and you guys have come to the conclusion that, hey, it's okay if we both get fellatio from another person and you guys make that agreement, well, I mean, as weird as that is to me, then it's technically not cheating because you guys have decided that this is something okay within your relationship. Some people got open marriages where you... You know, you sleep with whoever you want to sleep with and come back. It, it, you know, it's all kind of crazy stuff out there. But it is what it is. So, again, cheating is doing something that you and your partner have not mutually decided is okay. Meaning, if your partner, uh, man or woman, has not said, hey, I'm okay with you sleeping with other people and you sleep with other people without their knowledge then that would be considered cheating. If you're out there in the DMs talking crazy to other people, same concept, really. Um, I know we may not look at flirting with other people and entertaining other people sexually or entertaining them by, uh, you know, again, flirting, talking certain ways, acting certain ways as necessarily cheating. We kind of limit cheating to the act of just sex, but it's really so much more than that, right? Because it doesn't start with the sex. It starts with the conversation you know, people have talked about emotional cheating where you're with and you're involving yourself with that other person outside of your relationship deeply, intimately, emotionally. And that is to the chagrin or, you know, the behest of your partner. So it's like it ain't just the physical. It's any any action that you're carrying out that you and your partner have not agreed like, oh, this is cool. And it is crossing the boundaries of your relationship. And so it's like, okay, well, what's why is cheating bad? Well, cheating bad is, is cheating is bad because you, you're basically wasting somebody's time. You know what I mean? You you get into a relationship with a person, you know, creating this this the grounds or this illusion that hey, you know, I only want to focus on you, I only want to be with you. It's just you and me. However, on the side, you're saying, oh, it's you and me. But when I feel like it, it's me and other people while I'm still with you, and. No relationship can ever function like that because you're basically building your relationship on the lie. And also, too, you're not creating the discipline or 
giving yourself an opportunity to build the fortitude to learn how to work through tough times in your relationship. Listen, it doesn't matter what kind of relationship we're in uh, or what, what kind of relationship you're in. Whether you feel like God called you to your person or whether you met your person on the street, whatever it is, like every relationship is going to have its ups and downs, like every single one. And if you don't know how to work through those ups and downs, but you always decide that, oh, you know, whenever something happens, I'm just going to go off and do whatever I want to and satiate my own urges and my own lust, my own needs, then you're never going to be able to function in a relationship because you're not learning how to tough it out. And so that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you tell a person, hey, you're my girlfriend. I want to be with you and I want to build with you. But it's like you're putting in one brick into the relationship. But every time you cheat, you're taking out three. So you're working against yourself. You're working against the relationship and you're abusing the trust that somebody is putting into you. Now, the reality is, is that, listen, if you don't want to be in the relationship, if you feel like the relationship is just that bad, then just get out. But don't sit there and string someone along thinking that, you know, hey, these are the this is the contract that we agreed to. This is the terms and conditions that I believe we're in. But you're really just doing and operating in a completely different manner. You know, what I mean, it's like imagine you signed a lease to an apartment and they told you, all right, rent is going to be a thousand dollars every month. But then, you know, little did you know that they were like, oh, no, just kidding. When we feel like it we will charge you fifteen hundred. Sometimes it might be a thousand. Sometimes it might be fifteen hundred. You'd be pissed. You wouldn't want to be in that contract. So it's the same concept when you're in a relationship with someone where they're under the impression that it's only me and you, uh, you know, we're only sharing things intimately between me and you. And you're not following that. Like you're just doing your own thing, whether it may be physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, however way you want to approach it. So it's like, what's the purpose? So, you know, I mean, I understand there's some jerks out there. You know, some people just don't care. They don't care about people. They're just selfish and they don't care who they hurt or how they hurt people. They're just going to do whatever they got to do. But for the other people who like, I mean, listen, if you're a genuinely good person, like if you if the relationship is just that much of a problem and you just hate it that much, leave. But don't cheat. Just leave. You know what I'm saying? And so one of the questions that I had asked was, can cheating ever be justified? And I'm going to keep it real with you guys. Like to me, you can't justify it. Because the definition of justifying something is to say that it was the right thing to do. You know, somebody comes to attacks your family and you shoot them. You can argue that that was the right thing to do if you guys had to operate in self-defense. You know what I mean? There are things that we feel uncomfortable about that can be justified. But the thing with cheating is cheating is never the right thing to do. Like when you look at all your options, it's never going to be like, I should cheat. For example, when you're in a situation where someone's having or someone's forcing you to to cheat on your spouse or like they're ha- forcing you to have sex with them, that's not you didn't cheat. You just got raped. Not to trigger anyone, but that's not cheating. Cheating is making that that conscious decision like this is what I want to do. Or even if you were under the influence, it's the same thing because you're putting yourself in the situation for things to happen. But if you're forced against your will, that's not cheating. Therefore, to say cheating can never be the right thing to do. It can never be considered the right option. And thus to say now it can't be justified. You can't justify cheating. Now, it can feel right. It can feel like the best option. It can feel like, oh, you know, the, the, he, he cheated. So because he cheated, that's why I cheated. No, you cheated because you wanted to cheat. You didn't cheat because he cheated. Because you could have very well not cheated. Or 
oh, you know, I've been in this relationship and she never wants to do anything and she she's not, you know, she's just a prude and she never wants to explore anything sexually and it's just boring and she never wants to talk to me. She never gives me attention. Uh, that's why I cheated. No, you cheated because you wanted to. You have feelings and emotions that encouraged you to do it or made it feel like you should do it, but it wasn't the right thing to do. If the partner that you're with makes you unhappy, so much so that you want to step outside of that relationship, then step out of the relationship. Don't take a, a quick trip out the relationship and then jump right back. No, leave. Don't, don't keep one foot in, one foot out, and try and get the best of both worlds. No, 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 no. You don't like the relationship you're in? Leave. Don't entertain something on the outside and then just try and come back and act like everything is good. See, and, and the, the, don't commit to someone if every time you're going through something, you're going to just step out to get whatever it is you want. Like, relationships have their gaps. But if you decide to satisfy whatever it is that you feel like you're missing or that you feel like your relationship doesn't have, if you feel like every time that lack that you feel in your relationship, every time you feel that occur, you feel like, oh, okay, I just need to jump into something else, just don't get into a relationship. It's just, it, and it's not fair to that person because they're operating under the understanding that you, you're riding with them and you're not. And here's the problem with cheating, right? Cheating is just dealing with the symptom. You're not handling the root of the issue. Because if you say, okay, my wife is boring in bed, so I slept with another woman who is more exciting in bed, you never dealt with the fact that your wife is boring in bed. Your wife is now still boring in bed. But now you have desecrated or compromised your covenant or your, your social contract with your partner for a temporary high. Because that girl that you just slept with who is more sexually exciting than your partner, wife, girlfriend, whatever, that's not your person. So it's like every time you sleep with that person, you're hurting the person that you're with and you're attacking the relationship that you claim you're actually trying to grow in. So it's like, what's the point? And then now this other person may get stringed along and they start getting used to you and now they want more of you. And now you're in a position where you're either trying to choose between two relationships or you're trying to let one off. And it, it just becomes so messy. It's just unnecessary. The reality is, is that in your relationship, if there is an issue that's bothering you, do everything in your power to deal with the root of it. Oh, you know, my shorty's not giving me attention, so I start talking to the girl at work. That's not going to do anything but make things worse because what happens is now you're not dealing with the problem and you're getting a placebo, okay, a placebo solution from someone else. So let's go through it, right? My shorty don't give me attention. All right, you go to work. You see the shorty at work. You talk to her. She's giving you attention. She's laughing at your jokes. She makes you feel good. And you're saying to yourself, man, why doesn't my girlfriend act like this? Why doesn't my this? So what's really happening is the flaws in your relationship are really being magnified, right? And they're being made bigger than they actually are because you're with someone who is just feeding your temporary high. Your, your temporary desire. That's all they're doing. Look at it this way. Cheating is like renting a car. Okay? You need a car, right? It's, you need it. You're not buying a car. You just need the car for the moment or for whatever event or time frame you need it for. 
So you get it for the time that you need it. You use it when you need to. You pay a fraction of the cost. And see, that's why sometimes people enjoy cheating because you're not putting in the price, the energy, or the effort that a true relationship requires. Cheating, in essence, it's easier than an actual relationship because it's just this temporary thing. So it's a fraction of the cost, just like renting a car. You're not paying the full price of the car. You're paying a fraction, a small fraction at that, right? And here's the thing. Once you are done using the car, once you are done satiating your lack or whatever you feel like you're missing in your relationship, what do you do? You go right back to where you were before. So you go and cheat on your partner. You you get whatever fix you were looking for. And then once that fix is satisfied, you go right back to your relationship. But the, the problem is that it's easy to get temporary highs off of things and feel like it's the, the, the amazing part of the world because it's temporary. We, in, we enjoy the temporary things. But the, but the problem is you're not really dealing with the reality. So you know how they say, oh, you leave the 80 for the 20? Yeah, that 20 feels real good when all the things that you feel like you're not getting from your 80 person that 20 person has it. And it feels great because when you're now getting the things that you want from the person you're cheating with, it feels so much bigger because those are the things that you wanted so bad. But not realizing that the person that you're actually with was actually giving you the majority of the things that you wanted. There was just a little lack. And here, here's the reality. There is no relationship. There is no person that has everything. It just doesn't exist. Nobody has everything. There is always going to be some level of lack. And if you don't have the discipline or just the compassion or the empathy to say, yo, you know what? I also realize that I don't have everything. I have my flaws. I have, you know, my, my limits. And I may, you know, have one, two, three, but I don't have four and five. That doesn't mean I'm a whole person. So when you're unable to understand that you also don't have everything, that your partner may want, but yet beside this, despite the fact you have the things that your partner needs, it's like, fellas, do you really need, you, you guys start asking yourself, right? And again, you can't have everything. So it's like, you can have a woman who is sexy, smart, but maybe she's not really that nice. Or maybe she's nice and she's sexy, but she's not that smart. It doesn't, or maybe she's sexy, nice and smart, but she's not healthy. There's no woman with it all. There are women who pretend they have it all, but every woman got their thing. Every man has their thing. He may be well endowed and have money, but he is a jerk. Or he may love God, be super kind, but he can't last long in bed. It's, you're gonna, there's always going to be a thing. Because you know why? We're human beings. We're not perfect. We all lack. And if your response to lack is always, I'm going to step outside of my relationship to fill that need, you're never going to be in a long-lasting relationship. Because when the person that you're with gets on your nerves, oh my gosh, I never find any peace with this person. Let me go to someone else to get that peace. You're always going to be stepping out. Always. And then the funny thing is, it reverses on you because when you start to realize the areas that you fall short in, you now realize, wow, I've always stepped out every time I felt lack. This person's probably going to do the same thing to me when they feel lack for me. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, listen, like they say, the grass is greener where you water it. 
my thing is if you're in a relationship, if you're married and you feel those things of lack, do what people who care about each other, people who are in healthy relationships, people who practice healthy practices in relationships do, which is communicate. And if you don't know how to communicate, learn how to communicate. Take a couple classes. Listen to my podcast. I talk about it. Learn how to communicate. Ask questions. Ask questions without judging. And be like, hey, listen, in our relationship, this is what I feel like I'm not getting. I feel like you don't listen to me when I talk. I feel like the sex is boring. I feel like we're not spontaneous. I feel like I'm in a cage. Express your concerns. Talk. Communicate. It's healthy. And now, if your partner continues to ignore you and don't want to hear what you have to say, then you start making the decision, okay, now I'm in a relationship with someone who really isn't trying to build the best relationship that we can build. You may not know the reasons why they're in it, but you know that they're not trying to grow. And from there now, you can decide if you want to move forward or not. And that is dealing with the root of the issue rather than you're in this relationship with this person. They're not giving you what you want. So you go get a temporary high and you come back to that same relationship and that same problem that never went anywhere. Deal with the root. Don't don't get placebos to just feed temporary feelings. It's, it's, it's never going to work in your favor. And the reality is, right, cheating is just purely selfish. It's a purely selfish thing. The thing is that, you know, we blame it on other people to make it feel good. Oh, you know, because she was this, that's why that. It has nothing to do with that. It, cheating is just you making the decision to fill whatever need or like you wanted. It's it's all about you. You will include the person to make your conscience feel better, to make yourself feel better, but at the end of the day, it's all about you. And when you understand that, then you take accountability and responsibility to not do these things, right? And so I'll share with you guys my stance when it comes to cheating with my wife. And I told her this at our, our um when I when I gave her the, my vows. I said to her I'm not faithful to you. I'm faithful to God. So because I'm faithful to God, in essence, as long as I remain faithful, and I will in Jesus' name, I'm never going to cheat on you despite what you do. Because if my faithfulness was tied to you, you are a human being. You are fickle. You're not constant. If I'm faithful because you're a freak, what happens when you're not a freak? What happens when I start to feel like if I'm faithful to you because you always treat me good and you always communicate and you're kind to me or, you know, you really hold me down and you make me feel like a, a, an uplifted man and you treat me like a king. What happens on the days you don't do those things? What happens on the days when there's lack? If I'm faithful to you as a human being, you fail. And so if that's the case, when you fail, I'm going to fail because my faithfulness was connected to you. However... Because my faithfulness is connected to God, God ain't never failed me. There ain't never been a moment where God hasn't come through for me, as messed up as I am as a human being. And so because of that, because God loves me no matter what I've done, because God continues to forgive me despite how messed up I am, that's why my faithfulness is rooted in him. So I'm not, it's not even about letting my wife down when it comes to cheating. I'm not trying to let God down because at the end of the day, it's adultery, it's fornication. So my thing is, Yo, I ain't even trying to have bad blood with God. So, like, if my wife, and I told my wife this, if my wife was to cheat on me right now, I'd tell her straight up, yo, that's between you and God. And if God tells me to leave the marriage, so be it. But I promise you, that's between you and God. I'm not about to sit here and compromise my 
salvation and and my walk with the Lord and my closeness with the Lord to get revenge. No, 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 no. Because if I cheat now, I'm getting in trouble with God. You cheated. That's your problem. You deal with you and the Lord. That ain't got nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with me. And for those who've been cheated on, like, don't allow your partner to, again, tell you, oh, yeah, it's because you're like this and because, like, that's why I cheat. No, no, no. Just like I said before, cheating is a purely selfish thing. We use other people to make ourselves feel good about it. We try to justify it by blaming the other person for their lack and their things. But it's funny because we lack. So if you're going to say you cheated on a person because of their lack, then they're completely justified to cheat on you because of your lack. Which is, again, why I say cheating is a selfish thing. It has nothing to do with a lack or what you feel like you're missing in your relationship. You didn't have the patience or the discipline to work on your relationship in a healthy way. So you decided you're just going to step out, take what you want, and try to come back and act like things was all good. You decided that it was okay to desecrate your, your promise, your covenant, your vow, whatever it may be, your agreement, to go and satiate a temporary desire, a temporary high, or maybe a deep desire, really, with different levels, and then come back to your relationship as if nothing happened. And nah, it, it don't work like that. Don't ever l- allow somebody to make you feel like it was your fault that they cheated. No, cheating is purely selfish. Even if you cheated first, cheating is purely selfish, purely. And people are trying to convince you that it was your fault because they want to feel better about what they did, but it's not. Listen, guys, before you about to cheat in a situation, leave. Just leave. It's better for you. It's better for your morals. It's better for your values. Don't even put yourself in that boat. You know what I mean? And learn how to deal with your frustrations. Learn how to deal with the lack that you will find when it comes to your partner. Whatever that lack may be, whatever their shortcomings may be, learn how to deal with it if you really feel like this is the person that you want to be with. Again, no one has everything. No one has everything. There are going to be some things that you wish your partner did the same way that there are going to be some things that they wish you did. But you got to look and say, okay, listen, I'm getting the 80 from this relationship and there's a 20 that I don't have. Am I willing to throw away everything that I have for the things that I want that I don't necessarily have? Like, you got to ask yourself, am I getting the desires of my hearts from this relationship? Because if I'm getting the desires of my hearts, I can I can sacrifice my wants for desires. Like, you know, what I mean, I have certain biases, I guess you could say, when it comes to appearance. But I was willing to sacrifice all of my quote unquote preferences because my wife is the desires of my heart. I desired a loyal woman. I desired a faithful woman. I desired a woman who loves the Lord. I desired a woman who would love me. Like, not on some fickle stuff, like who will ride or die for me. And so because my wife is the desires of my heart and not necessarily my temporary wants, I'm cool. So what I'm saying to you guys, and I'm really going to you know, press the fellas, even though women do it too. I'm going to press the fellas and I'm going to tell you guys, listen, don't sacrifice the desires, the deep longings in your heart. Don't sacrifice those for wants, temporary things, things like that. Hmm. Don't do that to yourself. It ain't, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it for your morals. It ain't worth you compromising who you are as a person. It, ain't, it just ain't worth it, you know? And I guess, you know, one of the other things that we, we, we kind of talked about wrapping things up was like, who's more evil? When it comes to cheating. And there is this narrative that is going around that men 
um, we just cheat because we're horny and women cheat because they're emotional and that just keeps being spread. But here's the reality, right? Men have been taught to hide their emotions and women have been taught to hide their horny. And because women are way more meticulous, women cheat on men just as much, but you just never find out. Men are sloppy, so you tend to find out. And so it's like because of that, you know, there's this this thought that men cheat way more than women and we're way worse. And I'm like, I ain't buying that. If anything, both sides cheat just as much for the same reasons, but you just won't know. Where I personally will give the edge to women as being a little bit worse when it comes to cheating is because, like, a woman could have you raising a child for, like, all 20, 21 years, and you think that's your kid and it's not, and she knows. Everybody know, but you don't know. Like, a man can't do that to a woman. A man can have, like, another family that his woman don't know about. He could be sleeping with her friend for years and having an affair and stuff like that. But we can't make you think a child is yours that's not yours. And that's why, for that last little bit, I'll give the edge to women. But again, like, you know what I mean? It's wrong either way. So, you know what I mean, guys? Listen, the conversation was super fun on IG. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Listen, follow me at Cells Speaks. You know what I mean? I did this on my Cells JP Instagram. If y'all want to follow me there too, sure. Follow me on both. Cells Speaks, Cells JP. And please, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You just type in Cells Speaks Podcast. You will find me on Apple Podcasts. You can find me on Spotify. Uh, I put up the Buzzsprout link sometimes. Hit me up. And yo, if you guys are feeling it, listen, take a picture right now. You know what I mean? Screenshot it. Put it into your Instagram story. Tag me on Cells Speaks. Tag me on Sells JP, let me know the feedback. Let me know y'all feeling me. And we're going to keep this thing rocking. Listen, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Keep it moving. We out.